three, two, one. What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Crease tonight? In the House of Crease tonight, we have a guest. His name is Jade Louder, and he's going to be talking to us about a book he's got called Dead and Still Dying. We're going to talk to him about that, and we're going to have some tips on, uh, you know, when you're traveling, you're going out of state for a convention. What should you bring? How should you lighten your load? What do you do? How do you yes. save some money? We're going to be talking about that coming up next. Let's get it. <laughs> Show for independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your man to listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to cast the craze. If you are an independent, cast the craze. Making moves on your own, cast the craze. On your grind in the streets, cast the craze. Join the movement, catch the craze! Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now, now you want to do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Catch the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most hip, the crazy man, Vera. And I am with George the Dreamer, Montana. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. Oh, oh, you crazy. Tuesday, December 19th. Next week is Christmas, so we won't be Christmas, on the air. Christmas, Christmas uh, Yes, it's here. It's here. So if you celebrate, Merry Christmas. If you don't, Happy Holidays. But we are back. We are back, and we're gonna we're gonna have a, a guest coming up in just a few minutes. We're gonna be talking about the topic of the day. Word. But uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Yeah, man. Hit the like button. Yeah, comment. Man. You know, share the video. Word. Share it with your friends, your buddies, your pals. Yeah. Um, and make sure you hit the, uh, the notification bell so you know when we go live, which is usually Tuesday nights. Uh, the holidays are always a little different because you know traveling is involved, and you're going yes. away, and we're going away. Work. So we've been in and out the last couple of months, but we're here tonight, and uh, we have a great guest. So, but what's going on with you, Sammy? What you got? Yo, things are popping. My my Texas tour uh, lineup is going great. Um, I'm starting off the new year with my first uh, convention at uh, Texoma, um, and I'm looking forward to that. That's in Oklahoma. It's about a two hour drive from me. And that'll be in February. And then right after that, I am doing Comic Palooza in May. And I, that's in Houston. And I'm so excited about that. It's the first time I'm doing it. Bro, those tables were selling out fast. And um, still uh, I was always on the waiting list when I moved to Texas. They were giving me this East Coaster no love. And uh, and then um, then in uh, June, a big one in San Antonio, Superhero Comic Con, Ace Comic Con Superhero. Um, it's uh, pretty dope. It's a big event. That's a four-day show, and it's long days. I think it's like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And then I got some others that I'm just waiting for confirmation that I'll be announcing soon. And I just got hit up for, by another promoter wanting me to go to their show. So I'm really looking to really um, get busy here in Texas uh, this year in FY24. And I'm also talking to um, some uh, comic shops and bookstores uh, to do some appearances. So 
more to come as I get confirmation. I will be promoting it and uh, sharing that out with the public. Uh, but I'm excited about that, bro. And um, and then finally, we still got the Indiegogo. Yeah, no, no, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's talk a little bit about about the conventions because I think that that's that's cool, dude. I, and I wanted to comment Palooza. That thing is uh, Memorial Day weekend. I, I was thinking about going out there to do it, um, but it's Memorial Day weekend. It's going to be tough for me to get out there. But you're right about the um, just the way it's uh, it's set up for you to fill it out to fill out the, the applications. Did, did you figure out how to pay for it? Because I know that there was a question. Yes. About so, how they, to pay. so what happened was they so Comic Palooza first. You know, you you go on their list to be notified when they launch the applications. Then you get that, and um, uh, and then you you send in your information, and then you have to get approval. Right. So then you send the information once you, you fill out the application and then you get approved. Then you select your booth when you get approved. Right. And then I waited a few hours to select my booth, knucklehead, because when I went on there, 75% of them were taken. And I was like, yo, and all the hot spots, bro, all the corners, all the prime locations. I was like, damn. The expensive locations. Yo, expensive bro. Spots. I was like, Spency. It's, it's yeah. a lot of, lot of dinero. But I was like, yo. So I was like, all right. So I got me a nice spot. It's, it's, at the end of the aisle, but it's not the corner, right? So I'm right next to the corner because I want to see the people coming from the aisle and yeah. on my aisle. So I want to be able to get both traffic patterns. Um, so I got that. So that's good. What's uh, your so booth? Then, What's your booth number? Uh, 2738. I memorized uh, that. Look at that. Boom. 2738 is my okay. booth number. And um, and so then, uh, then you do that. Then you get a letter saying with a receipt saying this is your booth number. This is how much it's going to cost. And you get a contract that says all the terms, all the things you can and can't do, right? And <laughs> show me to break a rule when I get there because I haven't read it. So then, then I'm like, all right, then how do I pay? Well, so I emailed them because it says you got 48 hours. If you don't pay, you lose your spot and you have to redo <laughs> it again. Yo, you, you can reserve it though, I think, right? You can reserve it, but for 48 hours, if you don't pay, you're done. <laughs> God. start over. I was like, yo, how, there's no love, bro. No love. So then I emailed them. I was like, hey, you said 48 hours. What do I pay? I got my booth number. I got a receipt. I got a contract. Well, how, how do I pay? They go, oh, you got to wait for another email. And it's 48 hours from the time you received that email. Oh, I said, okay. Oh, okay. So I got that email. And as soon as I got it, it's like, punk, paid. I'm done. I'm in there like swimwear. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, hey, brothers in the house. At least. What's up? All right, yeah. so what, what, what was the next bit of business you were gonna you were gonna? Oh no, no, but shout out to um, um, Dan Price who's gonna be there, Bigfoot knows mm-hmm. karate, and shout out to Marco DeFilio, um, artist, um, 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 that's working with Lloyd Calcaterra. Uh, he's a fantastic artist. So actually, Marco is actually securing the, the booth next to me. So um, we're gonna be road dogs out there, um, covering yeah. for breaks and stuff. So that'll be big, dope. big shout out to Path of the Pale Rider, Miss Lloyd yeah. Calcaterra's book, and uh, and uh, Bigfoot knows karate, Dan Price. Bigfoot knows Korean. Great, great dude, man. I, I I met him in Baltimore for the first time. I haven't met Laurie in person, but I met Dan in per, in person at Baltimore. Great freaking dude, bro. Oh, he's a great fantastic dude. dude. Good salesman. We're going to be cool. there. I mean, um, we went to dinner when we were at, um, I think it was um, Central Texas Comic Con in Waco. Um, we went to dinner. Uh, funny guy. So I'm looking at hanging out with him and Marco. I'm, I'm staying... Um, I'm staying only a couple of blocks from the convention center so I can just walk it from the hotel. So which is dope. Cause I want to go out and party. Um, so, you know, have fun. Cause I, number one, there's a lot of cats that's been on this show. That's going to be there. Um, that I get to meet face to face for the first time. That's always cool. Um, and then hang out and, you know, and, yeah. uh, and, 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 sh- and swap comic stories and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to the networking out there. Um, Hell yeah. and, uh, um, 
But as well, what's going on right now, we have like, I think two weeks left of um, the catch up um, of There's Nailing My Toilet on Indiegogo. Indiegogo. So fantastic artist extraordinaire Lou Pons um, did this cover of variant cover for Duty. It's an homage to Wizards by Ralph Bakshi. This is available if we unlock the, 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 the first stretch goal. So it's $500. If we reach $500, you can get that cover for $5. And it's limited. It's only going to be available while supplies last for that cover. Um, so I'm hoping to um, drive some motivation and incentives for people to go to the Indiegogo and back it um, before it ends. Um, but that cover is sweet. It's amazing. And shout out to Lou Pons, who's a fantastic illustrator. So if you go to Indiegogo, um, the campaign is still running there. Um, you can help unlock that and uh you know get yourself a copy of that so and then also shout out to um who is it i want to give a shout out because i got i got hit up and i just want to just in case they're watching want to you know show some love on the craze um shout out to fort worth collectors expo who hit me up about um attending their show so shout out to you guys i'm looking forward to hearing about your show so uh uh, we'll see if that uh, that pays out uh, pays off. So uh, that's going to be dope. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, a lot of good things going to come out of this year in 2024. I'm working behind the scenes, you know, quietly on a lot of stuff, but some really good stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, awesome, dude, awesome. I'm actually, uh, you know, putting together a, a uh, I guess, a convention schedule as well. I'm, my my convention schedule starts later on in the year, and I have about two conventions that I've definitely booked. And I still have some that are up in the air. I think I, I'm, I may go to Terrificon just to check it out because I do like Terrificon in Connecticut. That is a great convention. If anybody's, you know, it, it, it's it's a convention at yo. What up, Sebastian? It's a convention at a uh, at a uh, a casino. You know, you can't beat that. So I heard that that, that Terrificon's a good show. No, it's great, dude. Yeah, it, it's really it's it's a fun show. I mean, as a I've only gone as a spectator. Not at a, I haven't been there as an exhibitor, but even the people that I speak to that have been exhibitors there do great. I know last year, Johnny C, big shout out to Johnny C. He um he was there. He had a great setup and he did really, really well. Oh, there. Johnny C is an ultimate salesman, bro. Killed it. He killed it. He killed it. Um, CreatoCon is a good one in May, Sebastian. I, oh. I actually walked around that one. That one's kind of cool. Imagine putting Johnny C and, and, um, uh, um, Jay Rosario. The hustle yeah. boy. They, they were both, I mean, because we were at New York Comic Con and they were both there. They actually met. And yeah, it, JD is, is hilarious. As a matter of fact, that's actually a good segue. So tomorrow uh afternoon at noon, I am gonna have JD Rosario on my writing show, which is on my YouTube channel, Get Your Meds, um, here on YouTube. So check that out. If you haven't subscribed to that, subscribe to that. We're going to be talking writing on there. We're going to be talking about ego. Is it a lethal weapon or an advantage to have an ego, a big ego? It's both. So, yeah, so check it out. Check <laughs> it out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, it, you, it can go either way. You got to be it careful. Work, it can work against you and it can work for you. It all depends on timing. How, and how, you, and how you, you, you navigate through the two, how you can yeah. kind of be both. So we talked about that. That's fun. So check that out. Um, Sebastian. Bonet is in the chat. He was actually on the show. His uh, his show aired last week. So if you guys want to check that out, binge watch it. Um, check it out. And also don't forget to go to ASAP Imagination or the anyoneworld.com and pick up a copy of Rust 5377. You can also pick up a copy of The Adventures of Wonder Duck that's on there. So check those out. Um, you can download those. Those are going to be digital downloads. And uh, when you download them, just put in the uh, 
the code podcast and you get a discount right, right away. Also check out my website, getyourmeds.com. And uh, next year, dude, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be at um, at Baltimore Comic Con. Baltimore, and I'll also be at Wicked Con in. Um, get a jump and get Wicked. That's right in Boston. In Boston, oh, Crystal J, <laughs> she made an appearance. Oh, oh boy, oh boy, George Ooh, with Dodge being my artist. Jesus man, Christ, this horror. You know what? You know the what? man who Josh being my eyes uh, when she left to go milk twenty years ago. Wow, he went to get you. Use the 20, milk strategy. I'm going to get milk. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she went through it. I'm gonna it's get. A, it's milk. only two excuses. I'm gonna go get a carton of cigarettes. So I'm gonna go get milk. <laughs> Damn, Crystal, welcome back. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for for stopping in and and you know bashing me. I appreciate you. Word. Um, <laughs> she comes in strong, dog. I mean, I, I feel a little sick after that. Don't you feel a little sick after that? Take care for me. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> Woo! Oh boy, boy, oh boy. But anyway, yeah, check those things out. We're gonna be uh, you know hitting the uh, the convention circus this next year. So we're gonna we're gonna be doing that. Check us out. Follow us on all our social medias. Sam's at the art of. Art of Samuel, um, your your YouTube channel. You yes. have that going on. It is videos up and running right yeah. now. It is my it was uh, my experience at a book signing mm -hmm. at a brand new location that opened up for collected comics. It was in Irving, Texas. So uh, I vlogged that whole thing. So check it out on the Art of Samuel. Uh, a lot of good tips, George, and with a J. Gonna need meds after that one. Yeah, I do. I really, but, really do. But I also I want to really shout do. out to um, my publisher, Kid in the Comic. Hey, um, I was going to tell you that, Sam. Yes, I always I, forget. I always forget, bro. <laughs> Kid in the Comic. So Duty is also a comic strip um, in a Kid in the Comic. And uh, I think uh, paper number four is getting ready to sh uh, ship right now. And um, so every you can get this delivered to your house if you go to akidinthecomic.com. Or you can go to your local comic store and bookstore and ask them to pick it up and carry it on their bookshelf. So it's nationally distributed. Uh, I'm excited that Duty's not only a comic book, but he's also in a comic strip. And the comic strip follows the entire sequence of this in my toilet in the comic book. So it's really just getting to a whole different audience. So it's pretty fun doing drawing, you know, doing both formats, you know, comic strip format and comic book format. So it's pretty dope. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. And uh, yeah, don't forget to uh, also check out the um, uh, what else we got. What else we got? I know there's one more thing that we wanted to uh, highlight for people, and I can't remember now. It'll come back. It'll come back to me. My muscles. Yeah, I like the muscle. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Sebastian Bonet. Check out his Patreon. He's got a, a book called Concrete Combat on there. I did the lettering for that. So make sure you check him out. And uh, and I got some more lettering work that's coming out. Duty, I, I, I lettered, uh, you know, as an area in my toilet. And I'm going to be lettering a book called Papa for Mr. Philip Russert, who is down with Phil Bow Publications uh, Publishing. So check that out. But Sam, really, honestly, I'm, I'm feeling a little sick, dude. I, I think I think we need to talk about stuff. Oh, no, no, you gotta, get, you gotta control, you gotta control it, bro. Control it. It's time for your medicine. What's the topic of the day, George? The topic? Did you, oh, you never got the. I thing. never got it. Oh my god! You're slipping, bro. No, I. And you know what's messed up? Yeah, I'm gonna show you why it's messed up. Getting old, bro. This is what happens. This is what happens when you don't eat. That's eat why you need your meds, meds, bro. I'm telling yeah, you. Exactly. This is what happens when you don't take your meds. You need iron. When you don't take your meds, this is what's happening. All right. And the messed up thing is this. I'll show you because I I I, I, I did it. Traveling light. <laughs> 
for those out of, out of state <laughs> conventions. That's the topic for today. Charlie Charlie Wright, Wright, for, for those, those out, of out of state, state conventions. conventions. Yes. That's what it is. Okay, how, how do we do that? How do we travel light? How do we go out there to an out of state convention where we're, we're already paying over $300 for a table? We're paying over $300. <laughs> the topic went to get some milk. <laughs> Krista, go to sleep. Go to sleep. That's it. I took the wrong match. Yes. Um, yeah, what happens? What happens when it costs you over $300 for the table, over $300 to travel to wherever it is you're going, plus you got to ship all your stuff out there? How do you how do you save money doing some of those things? And other than just not doing out of state conventions, which is I think what you've decided not to do for next year. Yeah, I'm staying in the state. Of, I'm staying in the state of Texas. So um, shout out to Texas because you got more conventions than I think the whole U.S. combined. I mean, Texas Yo, bro, every month it's unreal. When I was looking at, there's like 60 conventions in Texas. No, yes, not. dude. Every time I dig in, there's more and more I find. So I'm like, all right, cool. So, um, um. So I took the learning. See, I did Puerto Rico Comic Con, right? And I took a loss, right? It, you know, I sold over 100 books, but I took a loss financially because the expense was greater than my return on my investment. So I was like, I can't do that, right? I got to do conventions where I'm going to make an ROI. I got to make my money back, the money they spent for the hotel, for the travel, for the books, everything. Um, so it's more cost effective for me to drive. Right. And go to things that are local. You know, the, the, the furthest I'll drive is five hours. Right. I'm not going to do more than five. Um, but then I also look at, you know, in Puerto Rico, because I went by myself, I needed to stay at a hotel at the convention center, which was a premium. Right. Mm -hmm. But now if I'm doing local, if I'm doing a you know a show that's four hours away, I can stay at a motel a few miles down the road. I don't care because I got my car so I can save money and then spend like 50 bucks a night or whatever it is. So I think the biggest thing is know, know the, the, the market that you're going to. And then have a realistic goal for yourself to be able to, and then determine what's going to, like we were talking about it, I think offline, like I'm doing some of these shows. So I was like, all right, if I take 30 graphic novels, right? I sell at 25 a pop. It's a G right there, right? So if I need to sell 25 graphic novels at a three-day show for one title, there's anything in my toilet. I can do that like this, right? So I was like, all right. But then I have the forbidden graphic novel and then I have all the other single issues. So I itemized where I can think and then I and I categorize everything. So I put everything in the prints, the sketch cards, the commissions, the stickers, the buttons, all that stuff. Like how many can I sell and what, what does I need to do on an hourly basis, you know, on a daily basis? And that's where I'll, I'll, I'll do it. So I think packing. Um, you can pack light if you're just doing graphic novels, <laughs> pinups, right? And, and And you're good. Like. Um, but you have to be able to make that money back. Uh, and that's the biggest thing. Um, yeah. if this year, like I set specific, like each convention that I'm doing this year, there's a dollar goal that I need to execute on a day to day. Um, and I'm holding myself to that. That means I got to work. That means I got to hustle. That means I got to do some promotions ahead of time. That means I got to do some incentives. You know, I'm talking to fellow artists to do some cross promotion at those events, right. To drive traffic to each other's tables. Um, things like that. You got to get creative and think outside of the box. And I, I, I think part of part of the whole thing, um, and I don't think uh, I think Crystal started writing it, but she didn't finish it. MegaCon, for example. Um, but yeah, to her point, and, and I think I think part of part of what we gotta we gotta work within our means, right? We we definitely gotta work within our means. And like you, for example, Sam, you decided, you know what? If I'm gonna travel out of state, it's gonna be within driving distance. It's gonna be Oklahoma, 
which is, you know, it's not too far away. Right. I'm going to drive out there. Baltimore is a four-hour drive for me. I'll go to Baltimore. You know, Boston, you know, three, three, three hours uh, upstate. I'll drive there because I can pack the car with all the stuff that I need. And I'm just, now I'm just driving. You know, I mean, obviously you're putting gas, miles, and, you know, wear and tear on your car. But you're there. You're, uh, you can get to those conventions yeah. without having to pay to get on a flight and go to another state. Like if I wanted to go to Texas, dude, like I'd have to pay for my flight, right? Fly out there. What am I taking? You know, how much, how much weight can I put inside these, you know, paper weights, bro. There's a lot of a 50, lot of 50, 50 pounds is the max on max. a luggage. And how then is that, you know, without your, getting damaged. Your first luggage you're paying is 40 bucks. Your second item is 150 it's, bucks. Becomes, Third one's like, yeah, they, they, they triple the price it, of it, every it, unit that you bring on. It becomes insane. So, yeah. so what do you do other than shipping your stuff out to um to the the, the location, right? Yeah. Maybe have just your from your printer, ship it out there, or you know, get the printer and then ship it out there. Now, there's that risk that you take of losing some of your product, you know, which would suck. But when you get on a plane, you may lose your luggage. So it is what it is. I mean, I think when you're traveling out there, it, it, it get it makes a little it makes it harder. I yeah. think. Part of what you want to do is stay local. I think, especially if you don't if you don't have the money to travel out there like that, and you're starting out. I think for those who are starting out, stay local. Check out how, what the local scene is like. If you do want to go out of state, travel out of state, but go to go make like if I was to go to Texas, I may just go and check out the show just to see what it's like, just see if it's worth shipping all that stuff out, you know, because I'm going to make more money there. Yeah. So yeah. you got to weigh your options out. I think. Yeah, so Crystal says, Orlando, that is considered low traffic time here. Therefore, the cost of travel would be different and cheaper than doing spring breaks and summer months. Uh, next, check airlines. And then uh, Sebastian says, limit what you take. Partner up with your trusted fellow creator. Take the change of clothes as you carry a limit on a limit. Yeah, exactly. In a suitcase. So, like, I'll tell you, even when I drive, I only take two pairs of jeans, right? You know, I take two pairs of jeans and I and I, and I have, you know, my, my I always have a different uh, graphic tee with duty for every day of the event. Um but I try to with clothing, I roll that stuff up. It goes into a, my book bag, boom, with my my socks and underwear and all that stuff, whatever. But um, when I when I'm driving locally, I don't have to pack light. I go all in. Um, but if I had to do it where I'm I'm traveling across country, I got to be very specific because it's costly. Um, you know that allows for free check luggage, which allows you to bring some items without shipping them. Ideally, you could pack all your clothes and then carry on next bag. Next, check out the convention too. Yeah, you know, you know what it is with with that too, and, and to Crystal's point, like checking when the convention, when it's going to be, and all that stuff. When you're looking at conventions out of state, no matter when you're when that convention is, the flights mm -hmm. are probably going to be a little more expensive because they also know what's going on in that area yes. at the time. Same thing with hotels. Hotels know what's happening in that area at the time. They know why people are coming in out of state. So while that and that makes a lot of sense to check and and, and do your research on that stuff. It helps when you, I think it helps when you, when you book it early. Yeah. If you are going to book something like that, you got to book it as early as possible. Yeah. Like if I was, if I was going to, 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 a, um, to, uh, what is it, is it in Houston? Houston is Comapalooza. Yeah. If I was going to Houston in May, I'd book that flight right now. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not waiting till January, February to book. That's that exactly what I did with the hotel. Right. right. So you every convention that I booked, I booked the hotel. Once I got confirmation, the same day I booked the hotel because those hotels within a 10 mile radius of the event center are going to be charging a premium because they know it's highly yeah. trafficked. Right? Oh yeah. And so 
you know, you want to get in as early as possible um, and secure your, your, your thing. Because, um, um, and like even with Comic Palooza, I chose to have a hotel, which is three blocks away from the convention center. Just so I can leave my car at the hotel parking lot mm-hmm. and I can walk over. The only time I need to take my car there is when I'm unloading and loading. That's it. And, and now some of these conventions are getting, uh, you know, or some of these hotels or some of these convention centers or whatever are getting hip to the fact that there's going to be a lot of people parking their cars. They're starting, they're starting to charge us. For yeah. parking, not just the people coming for to 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 check out the show, but the exhibitors, which is something that we never had to do, yeah. pay for parking, um, and now they're doing it. Forty dollars a day, it adds up. Uh, I do agree with with Crystal on, on on checking the show to see if it draws a big enough crowd for you to make that flight out there and spend all of that money. I think yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, look, I would love to do Puerto Rico again. If I have family in Puerto Rico, I'd do it. Because I won't yeah. have to pay for to stay, but it's the hotel stuff that costs money. Because if 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 you don't stay close to the venue, you got to get a car, you know, right? And uh, so either way, you're gonna pay. So um uh so for me, it's like I'm staying in Texas. There's a lot of there's a lot of shows I haven't done in Texas. There's a lot out you know, There's in fact, I got a list of of shows that I want to do just out here in in Texas that um I haven't done. Um, uh, Galaxy Con in Austin. I want to do. I want to do Bell County Count Comic Con. I want to do Alamo City Comic Con. I want to do uh, Town Comic Con. Um, there's there's so many uh, events out here that I want to do um, because I did the research and I was looking them up. I looked. They all have YouTube channels where you can see exactly the crowd and, and whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, that duty would do well there, you know. And so for me, um, that's what I do a lot of my legwork. Like I just get hit up by a convention promoter. It's like, hey, we would love you to you know be at our show. So now I'm looking, you know, I, I want to look, I want to look them up. I want to see, you know, well, is it worth my time to be there um, based on what I do? Um, because not everything's going to, you're not going to hit it out a home run. You know, there was a couple of shows yeah. in Texas that I did the past two years that I just won't repeat because it wasn't, it wasn't. But, uh, but my- you know, but you know what, Sam, like, I, I think that because of what's happening in Texas, because of, you know, you've been going to shows and people are seeing you nowadays, those shows may turn around and, you may be a draw at that show because with time, I'm not saying yeah. right away. I think with time, yeah. if you're doing it long enough and people are getting used to seeing you there or seeing you at other conventions and they know that that's a local convention, maybe they're hoping that you go to the convention now. And so even though they weren't good the first time you did it, remember the first time you did them, there was really no, there was no buzz, right? You're oh. bringing you to the stage. Like, who, who you is? Yeah. Yeah. They were like, what the, <laughs> why should I, why should I buy your junk? Who's this guy yeah. with a strange accent? But now, right, exactly. <laughs> Were you from New York? New York. But now, but now they may know you. So now, maybe, maybe a year, maybe next year, a year after that, you may want to go back and see what the deal is. And you yeah, no, and that's you know, a, that's what's exciting. You know, remember when we were when we were yeah, younglings and we were just growing up, when people used to hit us up with opportunities, mm-hmm. right? That's what's happening now. Um, I got hit up with from schools. I got hit up with uh, local businesses, and uh, now with the convention promoter. When I was at a book signing, one of the convention promoters says, hey, yo, I'm holding a convention. I'd love for you to go. Um, right. So this is probably the third time since I've been here that somebody that has a convention approached me. So it's because last year I was very active um, right. and I'm also active on social media. Right. So you know, I'm, I'm posting every day. I'm drawing all the time. I got the art channel. I got the podcast. Right. So I'm not only promoting what I'm doing, I'm promoting the next guy. So I think it's you, get, you know, you got to hustle. So I'm hoping I'm, I'm seeing the fruits of my labor. That's why we say put into work. Eventually, things will start, you know, making sense and start working in your 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 yeah. your, your, your way. Um, uh, and that's all it is. And and I think the biggest thing is like, even the worst show, 
I, fi- I had fun, right? Like even the worst show that didn't bring any traffic, I found a way to have fun because I met with local creators and we just had, we just made the best out of it. Right. And, um, you know, so I think, but if you're going to do a show out of state, be very mindful, put packages together. Like, you know, number one, communicate ahead of time that you're going to be there. Try to find things at the, you know, uh, work with the promoter and see if you could do some sort of promotion where, you know, they can highlight that you're going to be there um, to try to, you know, justify the cost. Um, You know, right now I'm talking to a couple of artists, you know, for some of the conventions I'm going to do to do some cross promotion to get traffic to go to both our tables, right? Our booths, right? Um, You know, just I'm promoting now. I mean, these conventions are months away and I'm promoting that now, right? You got to get aggressive. Um, And uh, so I'm excited. You know, since What's I've been up, in Texas, Lou? you know, I mean, yeah, Lou, I'm looking forward to meeting Lou in person um, at one of the shows. Um, you know, there's, um, what's his name? We're, I'm probably going to meet. Uh, oh, San Martino, look what I got in the mail. Look what I got in the mail. No, 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 no. <laughs> Mike, Michael and Chris, this is not good. This is not I good. Know. Those stream, two together, forget about it. same stream, this is not good. This yeah, is I not know. good. I know. But, uh. Yeah, uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Sam Martino. I got his mail. But uh, as we're talking, look, look, look at the hearts. Chris, the one crazy. Mikey with like fifteen hearts. That's amazing. I, I love it. Hey, Mikey, he it. likes it. Know that? Hey, hey, Mikey. Oh, look, look, fire emojis. I don't like where this is going. I really don't like where this is going. <laughs> Those this are your people. No, this is no bueno, bro. Yes, this, this is, no is the bueno. cover. This is the cover that I wanted. Bang! There it is. Take the guys. Yeah, that's dope, man. Right there, it's, a, it's a dope ass book. Yeah, yes. if you guys haven't checked it out, yeah, go to Michael Samartino's website, technogods.com, yeah, and man. pick up a copy of the, of that. What that issue? What's that issue? Four? This is issue number four of six. Yes. Yeah, look at that. Four of six. These kids are moving, bro. And you should see these guys at conventions. They're money at conventions, Sam. These guys yeah, are sick. You gotta, you gotta do a convention out in Texas, bro. Um, Mikey, thank you very much, buddy. But I, I I can pick it up, dude. I'm not gonna make you, you know, spend. You know, lies or lies. shipping. I can I can pick it up from you, but if he dies, if you are George, dies. make sure that the combat convention knows that you will be there and not leaving for milk. Wow, had to get more signatures. Had to get um, more yeah, unbelievable. Also, you know, if you if you're traveling out of state, bring a friend. Yes, you know, see see if they'll put some stuff in your luggage, bro. <laughs> I mean, like you know, the, the, see see if you can do that. See if you can do that because it is, man. It, it's it's tough to do those conventions, especially out of state by yourself. It was easier. Remember back in the days of crazy comics, we used to travel together, so we used to carry the load yeah, together. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, everything I'm saying is like everybody had two luggage, right? Um, you, me, and Johnny, and uh, so, but yeah. um, you know, here, you know, you know, when you when you're flying that ship solo, you got you got to be smart. That's why I'm doing everything localized, and and Texas is its own country, man. I mean, you can drive. 10 hours across, you know, to get to, to a convention. So five hours is my max. Cause it's a long, when you're driving by yourself, it's a lonely hours. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I'm excited. Um, again, pack smart, do some bundles, do bundle deals, have some specials. Um, so that, you know, like I'm doing some bundles for these events coming up. Um, you know, I got like over 200 different duty prints, but I'm doing like duty anime character prints, a bundle. I'm doing duty superhero bundle. And um, so I'm doing like package deals uh, for these events. And then I'm, I'm bringing my wheel to spin the wheel. Right. I, I did that at the comic book signing. Yeah. You're, you're welcome, both. Sam. You're welcome. You, yes, you, you, you. you know, you crapped out on my wheel on, online. You wanted to do the digital thing. Remember? I ain't doing no wheel. Because you're skip breaking. No. Well, that's part of the fun. <laughs> how, how fun is it to see a thing break on the, on the stream? That's hilarious. 
you gotta be you gotta learn how to laugh at yourself sam come no, on he looks sleepy george is sleepy. Okay. he looks sleepy <laughs> yeah i am i am yes, very yes. Sleepy. but so yeah again you know, you know what michael's doing there he's trying to get crystal to start yeah that's, no. that's, that's the whole thing i know you know he's that kid in the schoolyard that says kick yes. him kick him yes ooh. You. Ooh. you remember when you would yes. say something like ooh, you yes that's who he is that's it that's Michael. and then he dips into the crowd and then he's out, <laughs> he's out. He's it wasn't out. me that was him yeah yeah, yeah. that's him like yeah. he knows he's laughing he, he knows what he's doing so yeah so with that said we have our guest waiting in the rating room and yeah. um right we're gonna bring him back in we're gonna bring him into the show right half this this little promo Once a year, on Hallow's Eve, the world comes together to escape and become something more than themselves. Until a little green alien from another planet proved that being yourself can be delicious. There's an Alien My Toilet available for pre-order right now on Indiegogo. Get yours today. What's up, Jade in the house? What's up, guys? Jade, Thanks for having me on. <laughs> of course, brother. Of course. Hey, good seeing you again, man. How you doing? Yeah, good Good to see you too, dude. Um, I, was, I was loving the conversation about cons and whatnot. It's giving me a lot, of, a lot to think about. In 2024, man, you know. Well, you you've done it, right? You you traveled out of state for cons. Like, how, how did you do it? How, how did you keep that as light as possible, or did you like go all out and said, "Hey, I'm just gonna do this"? Um, it kind of both, because uh, so Baltimore, I had Mark from LKC mm-hmm. who was just down the road in um out, outside of DC, and so he was able to kind of have a lot of books on hand nice. already, so I didn't have to pack nearly as much is if I was doing it solo. So mm-hmm. that, that helped having kind of um, a network that I could kind of uh, um, piggyback off of a little yeah. bit. But I mean, I don't know, I did a, I did a solo con in, um, in Sacramento and I, I flew down there for that. And yeah, the luggage was definitely like it was. It was a little backbreaking. It was. <laughs> I, I I stuffed that thing, you know, to, to make it worth my while. But uh, um, yeah, man, I think that you got to figure out what works for you. And, and I think that there are some parts of the country that are just, you know, I'm from Montana, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a bit of a dead zone. <laughs> it's problems, man. So it's a lot of travel. It's a lot of windshield time or yeah. flight time that I, right. I got to do. So. You kind of weigh out which ones you think are going to be the most helpful. You know, maybe you know that you have um, a good crew at one con, and, and so that makes it worth it, even beyond the sales of like, oh, I know, you know, all these 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 dudes or, or whatever are going to be there, and that's going to be that's going to make the trip worth it. You know? Yeah, yeah, not for sure, brother, for sure. But you, so you mentioned you're from Montana, so born and raised, or like, is that is that where you grew up? Tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, yeah. Um, born and raised in Montana. I left for a little bit um, to go to graduate school. So uh, my day job outside of comics is I'm a, I'm a college professor. <laughs> so, oh, nice. Yeah, I teach art. Um, and so I went to graduate school in Washington. Um, 
just outside of Spokane, Washington. And uh, and then I moved back to Montana because, yeah, I just I like it here. You know, yeah. I, 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 yes. it's, it's kind of runs in my veins. And and so I, I like the I like the people. I like the climate. Um, and, uh, I, you know, can't beat the scenery. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm born and raised in Montana um, and I, I've kind of lived all over the state in different places. But I'm, I'm uh, I live in Bozeman, Montana, which is kind of south of uh, of the state. Um, it's kind of right next door to Yellowstone is where I'm kind of oh, situated. Nice. Yeah. True, true story. You know, when I was a kid growing up, I fascinated about I, I always dreamt about living in Montana, having a cabin, having a shepherd and a typewriter by the lake. Right? Yeah. And writing the next novel, right? Jay's like, I have that. And when it was time to move, my wife's like, nope. And so we ended up in Texas. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I'm not too far, man. I'm I'm you know, I don't live kind of in town. I'm outside of town pretty uh, or pretty good. Um and my nearest neighbor is is about like a half mile away. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm definitely in that cabin adjacent. Nice. Yellowstone. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it's I mean it's you know, you can't beat it, but uh when you're when you're a comic book artist, sometimes it's sometimes it's a little tough. There's not yeah. there's not a whole lot of opportunity. <laughs> so so Jade, growing up in Montana, like you like you said, it's you know, it's it's a small town or whatever. What, what was the comic book scene like growing up there? Like, how, how did None. you get your fix? No? How'd you get so, into it? Uh, yeah, so um, I got back into comics. You know, when I got into comics, uh, it, you could still buy them off the rack, right? You could still go to grocery stores and, and get them at the newsstand. And so um, that's just how, I, how I, I had them. We didn't have a comic book store. I think the nearest one from where I w- was as a kid was like a couple hours drive. And my parents weren't going to go out of the way <laughs> to like <laughs> facilitate that. So it was, it was the grocery store or nothing. So whatever they happened to get that month, that's what I got. And so sometimes there's like holes in my collection of just like, you know, I, I got one, two and three or, or whatever. And then four, they just didn't get it that month. And so right. then I had to get five or whatever. Um, and so, uh, uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I definitely got the, the, the grocery store that I, I had, uh, access to had a fair amount of like Marvel titles. So I, I read lots of X-Men. I read lots of um, Wolverine was the big one, Spider-Man and stuff like that. Uh, and then it wasn't really until like high school where I really started like finding a comic book store that I could actually go to and, and branch out and, and read like Mignola or, you know, started getting more indie stuff like um, American Splendor and, you know, like the, the crumb stuff and, and, and stuff like that is that is that what kind of sparked the interest to draw your own stuff or did you actually at one point want to work for marvel or dc i think everybody <laughs> wants to right like a bit, like at, at some point like man wouldn't it be cool to do that kind of stuff and so i think that like as a child you know as a kid that was like my my total dream mm-hmm. and then i saw you know the the indie guys and i was like oh i don't have to i don't have to do it that way or or to to follow that, I can just kind of make whatever I want, and that's that's cool too. Um, and so, and so, I think that uh, it's it's kind of both, right? Like, yeah, I, I think yeah. I, I fell in love with guys like um, um, like John Romita Jr. I remember seeing his art when I was when I was pretty little, and and just like, oh, it just was so cool. And I just tried to emulate that as much as possible and, and whatnot. And so as much as I might say like, oh yeah, I really look at the indie guys now. I'm like, yeah, but you know, those, those, 
those Marvel guys, they I know those they are what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. I know those are the ones. Do you re do you have any stories from like when you were a kid that you kind of started drawing? Do you have any of that stuff still? Or are you thinking maybe even bringing some of those stories back? <laughs> um I think all of the those stories were like just kind of knockoffs of other Marvel things. And I'm like, yeah, there's probably some copyright here that yeah. I don't know that I could ever do. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I had, you know, I had uh, like a crew of characters that I look back now and, and uh, they're, some of them are kind of fun. And some of the books that I, I made when I was um, 10 or 11 and, and whatnot are, are pretty fun, but the, uh, the storytelling is a little rough. It doesn't quite make sense. Right. There's a lot of like, the villains were always like Nazis or drug dealers. Cause that's just like the epitome of evil. And I'm like, not every villain can be. Right. You know, can be but, dude, but how much fun was it though? Right? Like that was, that was the fun of it. Like creating these characters and just putting these stories together as a kid. And it was like, almost like playing with toys. Like that's how we play creative yeah. kids. I think that's how we play, right? We just create these stories and we put them down on paper, especially when you're an artist and, and, and you decide, hey, I, I can draw this stuff. You know, like if they don't, they don't, they don't have to make, they made sense to yeah. you at the time, I guess. No, I mean, I, I think they did. I think they were there. I can look back and it's kind of like a time capsule, right? You look back yeah. at that stuff and you're like, oh, that's that's what I was into. And now you look at it as an adult and maybe it doesn't make sense or whatever, <laughs> but uh, it, it puts you right back into that headspace when you were when you were nine or 10 or whatever, yeah. um, which is, yeah, it, that, that's, that's pretty fun about it. And um, I think that if I didn't make those comics and I didn't do that stuff when I was younger, I don't know that I would be doing it now. Like, right. uh, I, I think that, that's a lot of who I am is based on just, you know, I was always making, mm -hmm. making things, whether it was comics or, or whatever. And that has kind of led to a career in the arts. You know? Yeah, dude. Um, I, that, that's what I was going to ask you. When did you know that you wanted to teach art to like college kids? Like when did that happen? How did that happen? Sure. I, I, it wasn't until I was actually in college. Um, when I, when I first, you know, went to college, I actually was, started studying film and I thought, oh, this is a, a a more through line of like how I take this love of storytelling and 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 my art background and transition it into a career, and it just it just really wasn't for me. Mm. Um, and so then I I kind of switched majors and and started taking drawing classes and whatnot, and kind of really um, figured out I, I wanted just you know just to study art and and let that be what I you know what I focused on and not really worry about what's the career after this and just you know, be okay, you know, uh, um, kind of being in that big ambiguous zone of, I, I just want to study this and see where it goes. And then I met a professor while I was, um, while I was, you know, a student and he would just, uh, I just saw him and I saw the work that he did and I saw how he was in the class. And I was like that right there, that's what I would like to be like. Yeah. That's the job that I want. That's what I want to do. And, uh, um, and yeah, and so then I went and, and went to graduate school to kind of be able to get that certification so I can teach, get my master's. Um, and then I came back and started teaching at the same school I, I graduated with. And now that that teacher is my colleague, and that, which is which is pretty fun. That's, yeah, right? Full circle moment, man. That's awesome, yeah. dude. That is awesome. So uh, so now you have this job, but you do, you're doing comics. And I, and, I, and I picked up a couple of your books when I was at, uh, when I was in Baltimore. And dude, cool stuff. I mean, I think, one one of the ones that I asked you kind of just send me the PDF so I can I don't have mm -hmm. to crack it open again was it's a horror show, and fun story, dude. Like, 
it's it, it's kind of like I like how you play with like the time, like the, the, the storytelling, the way it's not linear, right? It's like you, you take us into tell us a little bit about that story first before we go into the uh, the other story that you have. Yeah, sure. So um it's a horror show. Uh the date was was a book that I put out with lesser known comics in I think the Kickstarter was in 2022, which is kind of crazy that I didn't run a Kickstarter in 2023. It just <laughs> just didn't work that way. I was busy making too much stuff. But anyways, uh so uh put that out in, in 2022 with lesser known comics, and it's a story about um kind of this punk rock werewolf who uh who has this kind of run in with this what he thinks is a damsel in distress and it turns out that's not exactly what uh what she's what she she actually is and so there's a there's kind of a fun twist and it's kind of like a kind of a cheesy romance which uh you know i i i like that kind of stuff and um but then it's it's totally of the horror movies and things that i i really yeah. like like uh you know just really campy over the top kind of stuff but kind of throw back to classic horror and 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 uh tons of jokes in there as well because i just i don't i just i write funny stuff yeah. <laughs> that's just what i like i like it's making fun, jokes dude. it's so much fun dude and it, it's black and white like just like a horror movie would be right and mm -hmm. what i what i what i loved about it too was you know coming from like a lettering standpoint the way you lettered the book was that by hand or was that digital yeah it's hand yeah it's dude that hand. It, but it worked like for the story, you know, sometimes you, you look at something, you're like, eh, I'm not really in, but for that story, it really worked because it, it almost felt like it was part of the aesthetic of the page. Like it was designed for that page. Is that right. something you were going for when you were doing the lettering or were you kind of just having fun with it too? Maybe I'm just overthinking <laughs> it. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think that that's, to that's totally true. I think there were, were more, there were, uh, um, there were certain elements that were definitely like part of that design for the page and for the characters or, or, or whatever. Uh, but then a little bit of it was just like, that's what I knew how to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I knew how to do it hand lettering and I didn't quite know how to do it consistently digitally yet. And so um, kind of me working through comics and making more stuff is like every single book, I, I pick up a new tool and I try right. and I use it for the, for the next project and I kind of keep building my toolbox. Um, and so each project gets a little bit more elaborate. And so everything, every like new book is almost like a state of the art of like, where am I at right now in terms of my making of, of comics? And so at the time, it's a horror show, um, uh, hand lettering and that kind of style, that's that's just what I knew how to do. Right. And then when we move on to Dead and Still Dying, um, I level up and it's just like, okay, now I'm, now I'm digitally lettering, I'm doing all the coloring and I'm doing all that stuff myself. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it was intentional, but it was also intentional because that's all I could uh, do at the time. Yeah, <laughs> at the yeah. Time. You work with what you got, right? That's, that's, that's right. what you're doing. Yeah. You're trying to put these things out. Now, now, as far as the uh, the uh, Dead and Still Dying, awesome title, Dead and Still Dying. Now, this is the book that you guys have. You're, you're putting a Kickstarter out. When is that coming out? Later on? Well, not later on this year because this year is over. Is, is that coming yeah. out for like at the beginning of next year? Do you know when right. it'll be coming out? Yeah, it, uh, the Kickstarter launches, um, I believe it, it's going to be January 16th, which is okay. like the, that Tuesday. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so it'll be right in the middle of, of January. Um, and we're going to be launching it with some really fun tiers that I'm, I'm super excited about. We were approached, Mark and I were approached by this band um, called The Antibodies. And they asked if they could do a, a theme song for the book. 
And they're oh, like, oh, hell yeah, let's, nice. let's do it. <laughs> and so they made a, a punk theme song for the book. And so we're going to press it as a record. And so you'll be able to buy the comic and a little seven inch uh, um, single of the theme song for the comic as well, yeah, awesome. um, which I think is pretty cool. We got some great uh, um, variant covers, one by um, Adrian Kalerik, um, who's also does some LKC stuff. He does uh, Tracovi and uh, he's got a new book called The Sitter coming out in 2024. Um, and so, yeah, there's going to be some really awesome awesome tiers that we're, we're yeah, going to have dude. for that Kickstarter. Yeah, listen, Mark is a great dude. Uh, we've had him on the show, Mark Bernal. He's he's uh, he's the head of, I, I guess he's the, he owns Lesson Known Comics, and they've been doing this yeah. for a few years. We had him on the show uh, when they first started, and now it's like they've, you know, whenever you hear somebody has a book out, oh, Lesson Known Comics, or they know Mark or something like that. So you're in good company, obviously. But he's the writer of the book. Is that is that how this works? He, write, he wrote the yeah. story, and you did the artwork. How did you guys meet? And tell us a little bit about the collaboration. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, so Mark and I um, met each other. Well, for the first time in person was at Baltimore. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Nice. Uh, in person. But other than that, you know, we've just kind of like known each other um, online and whatnot. Um, but so I met Mark back in, I want to say it was like early spring 2022 okay. and we he i can't remember who it was it was either i started following him on instagram or he started following me i don't remember which which one it was but then we just started chatting and we started talking and you know he was saying oh man i love your art and i was saying oh man like it looks like the books you all are, are putting out are awesome and then we started you know having phone calls and talking about well you know what would it look like if we if we collaborated on something and and uh, then it became, oh, well, let's put out your books and then let's work on a book together. Mm -hmm. And and I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. And so then um, It's a Horror Show was kind of the first thing that we did. And we put that out, um, which was actually, it, it's it's funny. So when, when Mark and I first met um, and, and met up and, and whatnot and started talking, he was actually in Seattle at the time that we started like kind of messaging back and forth. And I had just put in, I printed... Uh, the, the very first It's a Horror Show, which is like a mini comic, which is just two short stories. And I put it in a, in a, uh, um, in a comic book shop out in Seattle called Push Pull. And Mark just happened to be out there. And he went to the comic book shop. And he picked up the book. And he's like, oh, you, so you know, already know how to print a comic. Okay, cool. Like, we can, right. we, we're, we're, we're in business. And that's kind of how, like, everything started rolling from there. Um, so, like, he picked up the, the, the copy of my book. And then we... You know, he's just like, yeah, I want to put this out. And um, awesome. and then he wrote Dead and Still Dying with my art in mind um, as a way of, you know, he has kind of a, a story that spans several different titles. And so this is kind of a book that is about the, the kids of uh, um, who later become the adults in the different series that, that he's, oh, uh, cool. he's kind of running. So this is kind of like at the heart of the universe that he's built. This story yeah. exists there. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I I really love your style of art, dude. It's 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 so it's so cool, man. It does remind me of like the Hellboy kind of like the Mike Mignola. Like, is is the who does that some of the influence for your art? Like, where did you like who did you? Uh, I know you were told about John Romita Jr., but like, who else influenced your art style? Because it, it's totally it's it, it looks like it's changed. It, it's evolving, obviously, mm -hmm. like you were saying. Yeah, I mean, even from just yeah, it's a horror show into Dead and Still Dying. Um, so 
yeah, I mean, Mignola would t- would definitely be on that list for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but then beyond that, I'd have to say like there's some you know some some uh, like contemporary guys who are, who are making brand new books. Like um, so, there's an artist named Jorge Corona um, yeah. who did yeah. uh, the Me You Love in the Dark and Middle West, and he does a lot of stuff with Scotty Young. Um, but his art is just it's just so loose and it's it's really nice and free and it's got such a good um, flow to it and I, I just love his his pacing it's his, yeah. it's he's one he's fantastic he, he's yeah. an awesome artist um and then i also like look at uh daniel warren johnson a lot and i just mm-hmm. love how he just builds up the texture on a page and there's just lots of stuff going on and i i yeah i love that kind of stuff yeah no it, it looks great dude is it all digital are you doing everything digitally or are you no it's awesome. all yeah. I got my I got my drawing board right behind oh, us. Dude, oh, table. I love it. Yeah, it's it's all traditional. Um, nice. When I get to like coloring and 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 so for dead and still dying, it's full color. Um, and so I do that stuff, you know, in Photoshop and whatnot. But all the penciling, inking, that's all done um, traditionally. And, it, and again, I think it, it's part of the fact that you know I. Um, I have two degrees in painting. I love the, I love the actual materials. I like getting my hands dirty. And so that's just part of the process. I love, you know, I like splattering, splattering ink around. Um, I don't, I don't think I could do it all digitally. I just, I, I I like the process too much. I I feel like in, before you can become a really good digital artist, I think you still have to know your traditional, uh, work, right? Like, I think you still should be able to work in both mediums. And I think that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about you. I know Sam's transitioned into digital art now, but do you ever see yourself maybe transition just for speed or maybe because, you know, you have that, you have that cool button that you could just, you know, copy and paste somewhere else and drawing and stuff like that. Do you ever see yourself kind of going that route just for that, those reasons? Or you're like, nah, I think I'm going to stick to this as far as I, as long as I can do it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good question. I, I think there are some digital tools that that make it really easy and it could speed yeah. up my process for sure. If that was really something I, I, I really wanted to do was speed up the process, I think then, yeah, I, it would make sense to go digital in a lot of ways. But um, I don't know, maybe it's just me being an old curmudgeon and just loving the <laughs> the, the old school style of doing things. I'm just like, yeah. man, there's something, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm so old school. I use quill, you know, like I'm, I'm Damn. dipping in, you know, like I'm dipping in, you know, ink and whatnot wow. into, into ink wells and stuff. Cause I just, I like the feel of, of that actual ink and whatnot. It's just, yeah, uh, yeah. it's, it's part of the, the fun of making comics in, in my mind. And if I were to just go full digital, yeah, I would speed up the process, but I don't know that I would, I would like it as much. Yeah. Um, no, I hear you. And so for you. me right now, I'm I'm good taking my time, <laughs> going a little slower. Are, are you are you doing any 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 covers for the book, like painted covers? For I know you said you love painting. Are you considering oh, doing yeah. anything painted for any of the covers of these books? Or, I mean, I think that would be something I'd like to do. Um, I haven't, I haven't done it mainly just because I'm 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 always nervous about um, how it's going to scan. Um, and how it's oh, going to yeah. like, true, you know, true. when you, when you do it digitally, you can almost just kind of make it exactly as it's going to print. Right. Um, but when you do it traditionally and you, you were to paint it, then you got to scan it. And there's like so many layers in between that I, I, I just feel like I'd be worried about how it would, um, replicate and, and, and reproduce in, in print. Yeah. And I don't know that, 
yeah i mean i i guess it's worth it is worth at least trying at once right. um so i think that like that would be something i'd like to do yeah 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 no dude i, I love your art man i love i love your style do you yeah. I and mean, if anybody's interested do you do commissions are you open for commissions do you do any of that uh kind of yeah stuff? i mean i i would um i don't really advertise it because i i don't like um i don't necessarily i guess need to in the same way that other artists might need to like supplement their their uh, their comic making and whatnot i don't like i've never been like oh i'm i'm, so, I'm hard up uh that i, I gotta do it yeah. um i'm i'm open to it i'd, I'd love to do yeah. some and whatnot and yeah. I, I do like covers and stuff like that when i'm when i'm asked or i did a pinup for my buddy um tony gregory in his book pork chop robot killer and i did like a a, a page that's going to be in the back of that book and so i like I'll, I'll do them when they kind of come my way but i don't actively kind of put it out yeah. there um, yeah nah yeah. man that, that that's dope so so real quick before you go tell us a little bit about what the story of um that is still dying is for those who maybe want to you know obviously you guys want to definitely follow the page but yeah tell us a little bit about what that story is about yeah um yeah i mean it's it's a it's a really fun story i think mark you know it just shows his chops in this story especially um he, he's great at writing comedy he's great at writing adventure and and this is totally one of those uh it's, it's got some great comedic moments that I, I really love that mark threw in there and it was so much fun to kind of like draw and and make those that uh, uh that pacing kind of come alive um and there were, we had a lot of fun just like bouncing bits back and forth between nice. each other like oh but it'd be really funny if we did this and and, <laughs> and stuff like that and even even and i added a lot of like little um little easter eggs for mark to find later like there's a there's a page in the back oh, of the mark book. to find later i love yeah. it <laughs> 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 and so when he first like saw the art and whatnot there's a there's a panel where i just like i have the kids kind of carve into it and it just says like eat a dick like yeah, in the I back of the book yeah, and he didn't he like he didn't catch it this first read there it wasn't until like it was printed he was like oh my god jade oh, <laughs> i never god. saw that uh so so dead and still dying is about uh this group of kids that it's actually loosely based off of uh mark's high school friends um when when he was in high school and so it's it's about this group of kids that have this kind of hideout in this abandoned um um kind of part of town and they're they're at this hideout and they find um a a witch who who is on this kind of drunken bender and she uh stumbles in and uh from there just kind of all chaos you yeah. know reigns and it's just this kind of wacky adventure there's this group of jocks that are they're harassing the the kids yeah. and uh, uh and then eventually the witch kind of steps in and saves them um yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It, and then there's this mysterious corporation. Read. Yeah, it's it's a fun well, read. Well, one of one of my favorite lines you talked about the bender, right? She's on this bender, and yeah. and, and, and one of the kids says like Nicholas Cage, and it's like yeah, <laughs> Nicholas Cage and Nicholas. I was like, yo, dude, that is that's so good. Like I, I I enjoyed, I really enjoyed reading the book, and it starts off, and I'm thinking it's one thing, and then it totally becomes something else, and that's the kind of like writing, and, and again, and your art complements that because. Even the way you drew it starts off like I'm like, and are they like in a dystopian world? Like, is this what mm -hmm. it's going to be about? Like another dystopian story? And no, it turns out it's it's their imagination. It's just them in that world. So 
really well done. You guys did an amazing job. Is that is that what's coming out? Is that the book that you guys are kickstarting, or is it the second yeah, edition? Yeah, it's that one. It's that so one. Um, yeah, we we knew that we were going to be both be in Baltimore, so we kind of like um, we rushed to put together a kind of variant cover, and so I, I um, so we rushed to kind of put this one together, which is my variant cover for it. And so we knew that we were going to be in Baltimore, and we thought, okay, what a perfect time to just you know kind of like a soft open for the book. Let's get it. Let's get a, a, um, a a small run printed, get it out to some people and see some reactions and stuff like that, get the buzz for the book going. Um, and then the full release is going to happen on, on in Kickstarter in, um, yeah, in, in January for the, for the first book. And then we're already working on the second and um, I'm looking forward to getting to really dive into that one more with the art. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's it's been a really fun project and mark's such a great collaborator to work with on on something like that and you know he has a a fairly tight script but then there's a lot of room for me to 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 throw in gags or or you know to riff off of a lot yeah yeah no awesome dude and for those watching obviously the the, the book is finished because you know we, mm -hmm. we got a like a, a a copy of it i actually was at baltimore picked one up so that so the book is done but it's launching on Kickstarter. And if you guys haven't done so yet, there is a link in the chat. Hit the link, follow uh, the pre-launch page, and it's going to launch January 16th, issue number one, Dead and Still Dying. Jade, you've been amazing, dude. Thank you so much for coming on. And if I'm ever in Montana, bro, I'm coming to get, I'm coming <laughs> to see you. I'm Sounds good, man. You. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, uh, we'll... We'll make those cabin dreams a reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam, yeah bring thank the you both. Yeah, for your yeah, real, brother. There you go. Real, <laughs> there you brother. go. But uh, yeah, thanks so much, Jay. Appreciate you, my brother. You got it. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. All right, but later. Awesome sauce. Jay Louder. Yeah, man. Cool dude, bro. Cool dude. Met him at Baltimore. The book is awesome. The book is awesome. It's it's a it's a really fun read. So you guys need to check that out. I like the coloring style on the oh, graph, yeah. the promo that they have on the, the Kickstarter page. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, see, we'll I, see, I see that style on a lot of image books. Mm -hmm. Um it, it, it seems to be like the, the go-to coloring technique. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But yeah, no, it, it is a good book, man. And 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 he's true about like it's it's very free. And I like the fact that he still works traditional, dude. Like that's that's awesome. That's awesome. He's got he had his uh, his table in the back and but uh yeah no definitely check it out guys if you guys go to the link on the uh in the chat and check it out. But yeah, yeah that, that was Jade out in Montana, dude. Yeah, I mean uh lesser known seems to have a big squad. Yeah, yeah, lesser known comments. I think we've had like 10 of them already on the show. Big shout out to Mark. Yeah, man, they're growing, yeah. dude. They're growing. And, and and a lot of the I mean, all this stuff is really, really cool stuff, bro. It's yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah. They're doing some really good things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, here they go. Oh, oh, here they go. Here they go. Savages, sarbajes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another good show. Another good guest. Uh, Independence. We're taking Christmas week off. Um, we'll be back in the new year with um, new shows, new guests, and uh, just a reminder: starting February, uh, we will just be focusing on the guest and not on uh, campaigns. So if you have a Kickstarter, there there are tons of podcasters out there. That we recommend that uh, we'll love to have you on this show, but we just want to learn about you and your story. Um, and uh, no, we didn't do the Christmas special this this year. And um, um, but uh, yeah, so starting next year, we just want to learn about the creator, your journey, 
um, your trials and tribulations, your influences, your learnings, all those things um, uh, going in 2024. But if you wanted to promote your whatever it is you want to do, you can also sponsor an ad and we'll play the ad in the promo during our shows. Um, uh, but uh, going forward in the new year, we're really just going to focus on the creators. Uh, you know, we, you know, there's a lot of great stories out there and, 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 uh, and we want to give our audience some substance and, um, you know, um, and go away from the whole promotional aspect and just really go, um, go back to the humanity part of it. Um, but yeah, yeah. A lot of great stuff. Um, eggnog and horchata. What's a horchata? Horchata is, uh, it's like rice water. Rice water? Yeah. It's good though. It's, it's like sweet rice water. It, it's, it's like a pudding? no no it's uh it's almost like like you know okay yeah so like if rice pudding right. was liquid yes that's what ochata would be okay yeah eggnog you know i like some coquito yeah but, of know. course you do <laughs> coquito. Coquito. coquito yo dude um uh was it walmart has um <laughs> uh, spiked eggnog Oh, yeah. already, you know, in the jar, you know, boom. I'm like, I'm like, bring it to the house. Like, <laughs> my wife's like, why are you smiling all night? I said, I'm you <laughs> yeah. Why are you smiling all night? It's like, I'm feeling nice. Nice, nice. All yeah. right. Well, listen, go feel nice. Go feel nice. This has been another great show. This has been another great show. So we'll be back. We won't be back next week, but we'll be back the week after. Yeah. So I'll tell you exactly. Who do we got coming up? Who do we got coming up in the new year? Who's going to be the first? Uh, person to come let's on in the first, year. Got, first victim see. December. What is it, January? What is January 2nd? I'll, I'll tell you right now. Uh, let's see. Scheduled events. Um, January 2nd, Rick Dury. Okay. Um, All right, Rick. Often Bloodline. Um, is uh, what the Rick Dury creates. Dury with uh, D U R E E. Um, that's December 2nd. I mean, January 2nd. And then, um, January 9th is Carissa Grant. Oh, Carissa, yes, she's yes. back. And then the sixteenth is Ari Gross. Okay. Um, and then uh, the week after, nothing's booked yet. So, uh, but we do have someone in February, Kevin Zaldin. Um, and uh, so yeah, yeah, that's what we got lined up for the new year. All right. That's Thanks, that's man. pretty that's pretty sweet. Um, uh, Christmas and Happy New Year. Yes, yeah. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody. Again, I mean, this is what episode? What is this episode? I don't even know anymore, dog. I mean, we've done so many episodes. Uh, this is episode 530. 530, right? 530. So, uh, 530. We've broken. We've broken a thousand subscribers. Um, I think 1,500 subscribers right now and growing. Uh, Want to say thank you to everybody. Thank you to everybody who's been following us. Um, thank you, everybody who came back with us after after we came back after we took a 10 years off, right? So we were the first independent comic book podcast in the game. We were the first Way back in the day, 2005, 2005, 2005 right? Yeah, 2005. Launched, 2005. We are the OGs. We are the originators, right? And we took 10 years off. We came back into the game and we still kept the formula. We focused on you, the independent creator. And we say thank you for following us and staying with us. Even when the market has saturated with podcasts and podcasts, you still come back to us and uh, you showed your love and support uh, for these OGs out here. So we appreciate every single one of you. Uh, 2024, we got some really cool stuff coming down the pike. Um, more of the crazy antenna, less really good, um, really good episodes coming down the pike. Um, but yeah, we wish all of you independent creators, uh, much success. Don't give up. I know it's frustrating and sometimes it's discouraging. 
you want to pay your bills, but you also want to pay, you know, pay for your, your, your passion. And, and sometimes it's like, it's like a fork in the road and you have to choose which one. Um, it's free to draw. It's free to write. It's free to create. And anything it's, it's therapeutic at the end of the day, it helps you. Um, and, and just that, that form of creative expression and release that frustration, just create and have fun when you're creating and, you know, don't chase the dollar, chase the moment, be in the moment, create the best story you can create, draw the best piece of art you can draw and have fun doing it. And, and the universe will, will, will recognize what you're doing and they, and eventually people will come to you. So don't get, don't get discouraged, follow your dreams, stay focused, stay, stay in the game. Don't chase the dollar. Cause that's when you get discouraged. Don't chase the, the clicks and the likes. That's when you get frustrated. Don't chase the Kickstarter backing pledge amount because that's where you're really going to lose it, right? Focus on creating what the best product you can create and have fun and give life to your passion. And that's all I can say, man. And uh, and then don't forget the people that are by you, the ones that love you, the ones that care about you because they can get lost in a shuffle because you're so committed to the grind. You forget to say, I love you. You forget to give your mom a hug. You forget to to remember your, your sister's baby's birthday, right? Don't forget those things. Be human, be in the game. Um, and uh, we wish you all success and much love. And uh, here's to a fantastic new year. Uh, yeah, I was just reading Crystal's uh, message. There. <laughs> Crystal, Crystal's great. Uh, yeah, no, man, the sentiment is the same. You know, happy holidays. You know, enjoy it with the fam. Don't, uh, don't, you know, don't be like this, taking pictures of everything. Enjoy it. Be in it. You know, be in that moment. Uh, and yeah, yo, enjoy enjoy the time with the fam. There'll be time to uh, to do a lot of this stuff next year and have a plan. I think you need to have a plan. Definitely do this because you love it and not because, like Sam said, you're trying to make money off of it because that money's not coming right away. Uh, you'll give up way before the money comes. So if you're doing it for money, you're probably not going to last. Do it because you love it. Do it because this is what drives you. This is what motivates you. This is what keeps you alive because it comes from deep, deep, deep down inside and you can't live without doing this. That's why you need to do this. And I think you're going to have some of the best, the best work when you do it that way. When you're trying to just make money off of this thing, it's not going to be authentic. People are going to see it and they're not going to buy it. So yeah, big shout out to everybody who's doing it. Um, big shout out to everybody who showed up today on the show. Obviously the Michael Sammartinos, the Crystal, uh, Lou Pons, who's on the show all the time, Arelis, who showed up. Big shout out to everybody, Jonathan Syfax, our boy who was in, in the chat. Uh, who was it? Uh, I think, who else did I see in there, Sam? Grant Lankard, who's also doing, all, all of you guys who are also doing uh, your thing, who are doing books, do it. Do it, do it, do it. Don't stop. Don't stop. Next year's going to be a big year, 2024. Let's see what else you guys got going on next year. So that'll be cool. Yeah, and in the words of Sam, come on, let's do it. Do it. Do it to you satisfied what it is. <laughs> so <laughs> with that said, my dogs are acting up. You guys have a fantastic year. I'm Sam the Crazy Man, Vera. George the Dreamer Medina. Merry and Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We are out. Crazy. 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 Say my name, say my name. Right? <laughs> this is what you were thinking? Oh, you're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze.
craze. <laughs> you are listening to Catch the Craze on Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. <laughs> 